Well, there was one more person I wanted to play cards with. Okay. <laughs> I like this episode. We're gonna have this episode. Where we're like, holy shit, what is happening? And then we played cards for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pacing of Final Fantasy VIII. Play cards. 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 Right, whatever. We're getting out of here. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 6, Episode 21. Where does the time go? <laughs> where indeed? It goes down the throats of the Langoliers. Well, I was gonna say, where it goes is like, you lose time when you experience the thing we experienced last week. Yeah, like, we, it went somewhere, that's for sure. It's gone. Although, I mean, maybe it's still there, we just can't go back. Unless the Langoliers eat it. If it is a thing. These are things we don't know. Um, and that's really what this is about, is finding out the things we don't know about Final Fantasy specifically. And there's a lot <laughs> left to uncover here in Final Fantasy VIII. And last week we found out a lot of things we didn't know. Yes, we did. Things we'd rather not know. I'd unpleasant rather unlearn those unpleasant things. Unpleasant facts about the world and the gang's past. So to recap. You know what? I just thought of it. They were like, we only got a year. And they were like, well, we got to make backstories for all these characters. And they were like, what if they all have the same backstory? <laughs> that is a thing where it's like, we've been complaining about, like, are these characters unique and varied? And the answer is like, no. The, they the all tone of came how from they the same thing is slightly different. But yeah. no, they're all, they all have exactly the same mysterious background. The ridiculous thought of, like, why Squall and Cypher always butt heads is that they used to butt heads but they forgot? Like, yeah. what is the meaning of that? Well, the whole thing also puts Squall's unpleasant disposition. Like, it sh they shoot themselves in the foot with this. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you're supposed to feel bad for Squall even though he's a dick because he, like, has trauma from his past. Right. But every other character went through exactly the same thing. Not only <laughs> and that. none of them are, like, jerks. He doesn't remember it. Like, he was just born bad. <laughs> <laughs> he was born a bad leader. I can relate, so was I. <laughs> and I and I was a moody jerk in high school, as I'm sure many of us were. Yes, I definitely was. I was a moody jerk until, a, like, a, I'm still a moody jerk. What am I talking about? <laughs> you know when you're saying, like, you know, a couple of years ago I stopped doing that. It's like, yeah, right. Well, it's just one thing that I always find really disheartening, especially in days when I'm in a bad mood, is I'm like, every memory of my past self is like, oh, that guy was just wrong mm -hmm. and wasn't a good person mm -hmm. and was unaware of everything. Mm -hmm. And I have mm -hmm. absolutely no reason to believe that in 10 years, yeah, I, I won't look back on right now and feel exactly the same. That true. So whenever I really... think about that, I'm like, why the fuck should I be confident about <laughs> Anything. Yeah, it's a good way to shoot yourself in the foot. Oh, man. I mean, and you know, as long as we're rambling on here, it's like, yeah, I'm admitting I can find Squall relatable in that way. Mm -hmm. But relatability, it doesn't make something good. Like, there, you know, like, no. Is Captain America really that relatable? No, not at all. But I, the Winter no. Soldier is fucking amazing. Well, Captain America <laughs> was relatable before he got his powers, when he was that weak guy, and they made him, like, when he was a hunk make from him... the 40s? No, no, I'm saying before he got his powers. In the beginning of the first Avenger, I don't think you've seen it, right? The you haven't seen Avengers? The... No, no, no. The... I hate that I know that. 
that well. Oh, the Captain America. The, cap- the, the first Captain America. No, movie. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but it he's starts, from the past, no, right? No, but they gave Chris Evans like a CG weak body. What, was he fucking Tony Shalhoub before, and then it. they injected you, him, and he became Chris Evans? Yeah. Like, what are you no, talking I'm about? No, I'm saying they gave Chris Ed- Evans a CG weak body. Have, <laughs> I'm saying like. I, yeah, Wait, I have to show you. So this. Captain America wasn't like this. they picked no. an already strong no. soldier no. made him stronger. Like they a, found like, like a, a weakling. Boy. Yes, I have to show you this. Oh, this is. I don't know why I chose Winter Soldier. I don't like the Marvel movies, and I don't like that we're dedicating airtime to this. <laughs> look, at, look at this before and after. <laughs> Wait. This is this is what they made him look like. Like they made him look weak as like he was like a like a skinny weak guy. Like a very stereotypical skinny weak army guy. Who probably talks like this, Sarge. Yeah, and then this. And then and then he they and inject they, him and then he's and he Superman. Beca- yeah, so he's relatable in that way. Okay. Um, I also want to point out that we started dealing with random at the end of last episode. We did. One thing we don't realize yet is that, like, when you see a new rule, you can pick it up like an STD mm-hmm. and bring it with you to other regions yep. and unleash it. So that'll be a returning theme. Mm-hmm. Random. And it's also the start of a new day. Yeah. We are coming in fresh. So, yeah, this week we're going to wander the world... We're going to find a chocobo forest. Well, we've all decided that what we should do is go check out Adia's old lighthouse <laughs> where the we'll, orphanage was. We'll get there eventually. Well, we have to find it. We don't know where the fuck That's it is. That's going to be an issue. <laughs> so let's go. we got to find the orphanage. By the lighthouse, huh? Mm-hmm. How hard could it be, man? Somewhere in the world, right? Yeah. Get on that ocean, go look for lighthouses, I guess. I'm going to see if I can find Sid. Oh, in the hospital, maybe? Yeah. So instead of heading straight to the lighthouse, we're going to try to find Sid. Yeah, I'm... Uh, That's your personal goal. I'm starting to instinctually just fuck around instead of doing the next thing. Where the fuck is this card club? Sid's lack of comment on Master Nord is really bothering Sid's me. Sid's lack of comment on everything is bothering me. <laughs> he knows every. He knows He knows everything. what's going on. Yeah. He knew we the girl from the orphanage. Yeah, and that, and that... Maybe and, his and memory was... Was wiped too. Has he been hanging? Has, did he put GFs on him? It can't be, because he knows who Alone is. He he's like pulling all the strings. He knows everything. Alone knows everything too. She's been here the whole time, letting Squall fucking suffer because he thinks Big Sis abandoned him. You're right. But she didn't. You're right. You, she, You're right about all of it. You know what? We don't treat Alzheimer's patients like this. <laughs> Fuck these people. If we don't kill Sid in this game, which I don't think we will, it's gonna be a problem for me. Yeah, I feel like I would have heard about that, but I really like the idea. Well, it just the, feel like, the way they're what if the final boss in this game was Sid? Like, the way they're cool. presenting him is so that he's not a bad guy, even though he's really an, an asshole. Is <laughs> I was joking about him rowing away and abandoning the school, but I think I was right. He's gone. No, I'm not injured again. Where the fuck is Sid, man? He's not at the hospital. Nope, I think he's in the basement. There's no way to get to the basement. I know, I'm saying like he's in a place you can't get to. What a dick. He's hanging out with the body like of you Master would, Nord. You would think also that our characters, after they remembered all this, the next thing they would say is, we gotta talk to Sid. Like, he needs to come clean. 
You know, instead they're like, you want to check out that orphanage? The fact that they remembered that the matron was Adia, and that they also know that Sid was married to Adia, and that they're, yeah. I can't the believe The next question Irvine, would be like, let's go fucking talk to I Sid. I can't believe how lazy the writing is, too, that they were like, we gotta have a way for them to remember. And they're like, what if Irvine just knew all along and just didn't bring it up to him? Because he has the least amount of time with GFs. Yeah. I've definitely been thinking about this all night long yeah. between when we last played and now. Both of us have. Yeah. We're just like, what is... we? I had dreams about this. The more I thought about it then and then going over it now, like the, <laughs> the worse it gets. They could have made it like... We could have touched a magic rock, and I would have been happy. Yes, you know. Yes, like fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> like that is so lame that Irvine is just like, well, I just felt awkward because I remembered, and you I guys. I mean, these didn't. characters are speculating that it's the GF. Maybe they're wrong about that. I think that's what it. I think the the way they played that. I think we're just supposed to take that. If here's a new screen suddenly in the quad. Like, what happened? This actually isn't a new screen. We're in the quad, but they've removed the stage, so yeah. it looks different. <laughs> I'm wrong. What is this? What is it? Where did this screen come from? It's in the quad now. Check it out. Huh. Instead of going straight to the stage, they for some reason... Is this where reason... the stage was? Or... No. Oh, you're right. Yeah, this is they where the stage ripped was. it all down. They ripped all the stage. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what happened. Oh, wow. Okay. Huh. It was all busted up, so they just took it away. No more. And events. you know what? Now that I think about it, there was no room for a crowd in front of this stage. <laughs> like no one could come watch anything. They'd have to stand to the side. It would be like a you know, it's like a college venue where it's like well, you know, yeah, it's like it's like a it's like up. a terrible bar with a stage in it. I will say though, like I enjoy just like wasting time in this world more than I did in seven. Like running around screens is somehow like relaxing. That they they work, really made like, the music people. not abrasive in any part of it. I think it has more to do with how they look, like that they're not like slow walking little stick figures too, like... I can see that. The footsteps. The footsteps are great. Kind of hypnotizing. Just a compliment sandwich thing here. Yeah, the vibes are still very good. Mm -hmm. And we walk into the cafeteria and yeah, what must it be like... To be one of the people who are sitting at the tables in the cafeteria? You just go here. Yeah, it must be pretty crazy to like be privy to even less information than we are. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're just a random student on this school. You're like, this I... guy says seriously, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I came here to get my bachelor's in communications, <laughs> and then the school lifted off and flew into the ocean, and, and now we're at war with a sorceress. This is what my tuition money's going towards? <laughs> I mean, at least they're acknowledging how fucking ridiculous... I appreciate that the characters are like, wait, wait, I'm confused. What do you think of this, Haley? And who has the car? Where's the goddamn car? Yeah, Sid's not where the garage is either on the school. I don't know what I expected, that he'd just be standing in here going like, I wanted to borrow the car, but it's gone. I don't Who's know, gonna but pay how are you going to drive out of this? Oh, and we'll land the thing and drive, drive it. <laughs> I guess there's got to be a ramp, yeah. It just occurred to me that there must have been designs at one point for there to be a mechanic where you fly the school to a place, but it's too big to fit through like a canyon, and mm -hmm. you take the car out and you drive it to a location you can't get to. Oh, if that wasn't intended, yeah, I, that's crazy. I've been the whole time, I'm like, why the fuck is there a whole tutorial about this car mechanic 
and then the car is just gone from the parking garage for the rest of the game. Anyway, the, fun, they made it fun in a idea. year. I'm doing some forensics here on this game. I mean, I doubt he's he's not in the training center. I'm pretty sure. Let's check the library. So we checked the library. The game has been like, you gotta find the orphanage, and I'm like, no game. We gotta talk to Sid. Okay. I don't think he's here. I've just got to look. I got to make sure. I know, but I think the game is like he heard we can't have him talk to Sid right now because because he would have all he the would answers. have all the answers. Can't get myself to study these days. All right, read. Man, don't don't study. What are you even studying for? The like everything's fucked up now. You play cards. I don't want to play cards right now. Okay. Library girl with a pigtail. This library girl has an oddly specific name. <laughs> very, very specific. Just remember the specificness. If there's a book you're looking for, please let one of the library committee know. We'll be happy to help you. The library committee. Where's the card committee? I mean, everybody. Because knows. of all the chaos that went on, I don't have to take that makeup test anymore, but now I have to write a report instead. Instructor Aki, you're being too hard on me. Well, I don't know who that is, so I don't care. I'm in charge now. Don't do your report. Fuck the professors. There's something rotten about this institution. There's no way we're a non-profit. Don't believe what you're hey, being told, you kids. Again. Aren't there three of you on the library committee? <clears throat> well, since the three of us are so close, we're pretty flexible with our schedules. Is the girl with a pigtail off today? No, oh, she my was goodness. there a minute ago. Is there a side quest? Hmm. We go talk to the... Dude. Should we talk to the... It seemed like me. Well, good luck to you. Hold on. We talk to the pigtail lady and tell her that the guy was asking about her? What do you think? Do you think that maybe he likes her? Yes, obviously. What do you think, you idiot? That's the pigtail lady right there. Does she have a pigtail? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you smell that? <laughs> you smell that in the air? <laughs> Something's not right in this library. Maybe it's just flavor? I don't know. You never know in Final you Fantasy. You really never know. Uh, hold on. Garden, library... How would I describe... Pigtail. And what happened to all the students who turned against Sid? Do we have a prison somewhere? Are they just cool now? Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we ask the same questions <laughs> over and over and over and over again. Why won't he talk about Norg? <laughs> we don't care about that? I don't know. I'm a little disappointed at the lack of sports at this garden. The other two gardens have sports. Oh, we can go to Wait the Wait a minute. The library girl, this is according to the Final Fantasy Wiki. She's a member of Balam Garden Library Committee. She's infatuated with Zell and features primarily in a side quest to obtain the Combat King 003 magazine for him. If you visit the library with Zell in the party, some shit's gonna happen. Okay. Oh, Sid's no. Not in the basement. Sid's not here. We were wrong earlier. You can go down into the basement. Uh, how'd you get to the basement? From the first floor, you can come down here, but apparently oh, not from the third the floor. Floors. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Okay. Norg's pod has a big orb in it. So you put Zell in the party and go in the library. That also means so, like, there's got to be an ass load of those. I think this game is going to have a lot of fun secrets. So we put Zell in the party and go talk to this pigtail girl again. Oh, hey, here we go. I've been waiting forever for... Goodbye, Pururun. Pururun? Has anyone returned it yet? Zell is looking for a book. I guess he's a reader. <laughs> goodbye, Pururun? The the classic, goodbye. Well, how do you spell? I can't P -U -R -U -R -U -N. read. P-U-R-U-R-U-N. 
Pururun. Pururun. Pururun might be a type of sea snail. <laughs> oh, Z Zell. I I'll put a search on that, but please hold on a second. There's only like three bookshelves in here. Come on. Just put in a search on it. This is smaller than the store I worked at. <laughs> okay, well, that happened. Maybe if we come back later, she'll have found it. The library's going to order books we want. Yeah, they're gathering requests from students now. Oh, I want mystery novels. Mystery novels all the way. I guess while in Fisherman's Horizon, Irvine can talk to the pigtailed girl in the library and she will ask about Zell, but gets embarrassed when Irvine surmises she must like him. Later, Squall overhears the girls in the back of the library reading a fortune book to predict the pigtailed girl's compatibility with Zell. Like, there's like a whole bunch of Zell stuff, but I don't know how it plays out. Hmm, we'll have to try to keep an eye on that. Let me check one more place for Sid. He's not here! How do you know? I'll be amazed if he's here. Out on the observation deck? Oh, maybe he is out there. You know? Mm, it could be. I mean, he must have a room here somewhere, it's just not a place we can go. Maybe he's sitting in the middle of the fucking ballroom, wherever the hell that, that is. That's true, we have seen a couple large areas <laughs> that we have no way to get access to, and I'm like, he's nowhere to be found! Oh, well, there's this guy, and that really would have been amazing if it was him. What's up? So while we're out on the observation deck, you decide to play cards with this guy, and we see a notice that says, Huh, you know some rules that are unfamiliar to this region. Let's play a game that combines the rules of ours and Trabia's. Oh, no. Do it. God damn it, we have fucking random. Yeah, random makes it tough. Ooh. Now we got a good hand. You got a real, real good hand. And he got a shitty hand. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I thought that might happen. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Did he have good cards? No. That was totally pointless. <laughs> like, we have everything, too. Fuck. God damn it. I don't even want one of these, because well, of random. Well... We're gonna have to figure out this rule abolishing shit at some point. A random rule has spread throughout this region. Is that what it said? It's just like... God damn it! We, like, taught it to him. It's like a virus. Shut it down. Whatever you need to do. We don't realize it, but we just started like a a rule pandemic that the game of Triple Triad will never recover from. Yeah. Like we just destroyed Triple Triad for everyone <laughs> on the planet. It is. And he was like, oh, I'm going to tell all my friends. Hey, have you guys heard about this shitty new rule that makes the game totally unplayable? <laughs> it's great. Anyway, it doesn't seem that Sims anyway. What a motherfucker that guy is. Yeah, I agree. Man, I'm loving having But then again, I have to blame our characters just as much as him because there's too stupid to realize his connection to all of this. Uh, he, yeah. Well, did he leave? Did we miss a no, lot of dialogue? He's here. Where he was no, like, he didn't leave. He was just like, you're in charge now, Squall. He didn't go anywhere. He's just not available. He's gonna turn up. It's not like he's gone from the story. No, but I figured maybe he went off to, like, go talk to Adia. Like, no, he didn't leave. leave. The... Like, alone went off, that ship sailed, and then we were flying this thing around, and he was like, you're in charge of the garden now. I know, I know. He didn't go anywhere. I'm He's just in his maybe, fucking maybe bedroom. Maybe I forgot something. No, you didn't. So we set out exploring the world. Yeah, I mean, we gotta find a lighthouse. Ooh. 
I'm excited to make another chicken fried steak. So am I. Almost already hungry. I am too. No lighthouse here. Yeah, I wonder where, what coast it's off of. <clears throat> I'm just gonna tool around. Go south. Like, maybe it's in like a warmer region? It looked like it was like kind of nice there, right? Yeah. But that could be anywhere. Didn't it also, oh no, it started snowing in Trebea and Selfie was like, gifts from the fairies. <laughs> and you were like, you idiot, it's snow. <laughs> but what do I know? Maybe in this world, snow is literally caused by fairies. Part of that landmass looks like it's a, like a dragon. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Go. Is it a totally different landmass, though, I feel like, was that this thing is on, maybe? Yeah, probably. Because we've been hanging out on way. that one. Yeah, go that way. Yeah. I'm gonna go south by going north. Yes. How do you like that? I love it. I hope to God there is some chocoboage in this game. We've heard the name chocobo and... There's, like, team names. Teams. Yeah, named, like, chocobo and mog. I don't know why I'm hoping for chocobos. Yeah, you had such a great time in seven with them. Yeah, they're always fun, right? Like they're always great. They always are <laughs> useless and bad. They're such a good idea. And they always suck so far. It was great once we had the bread golden chocobo, though. That's that true. Was That's great. true. Riding the chocobo is fun, and the music is fun. That's why I'm excited. I hope there's chocobos. Yeah. Here's a desert. Yeah, this is the desert with the prison in it. I don't think it is. This world seems big. It does. Let's look at this little island. That little archipelago. Hawaii. I guess I'll start getting the flour and shit ready. Sure. Yeah, it won't take us long to make. Because all we gotta do is like heat up the gravy and the potatoes. Mm -hmm. Flatten the steak. That's the only thing really. Yeah, let's check out this big continent over here. Oh, you know what this fucking railway is for? What? To stop us from... We keep running into that train bridge that cuts the world in half. Can't, we can't go further. Okay. God damn it. We do currently have access to the other side of it. You just have to drive around the fucking entire planet. Dude, I hate this intercontinental <laughs> railroad because you're right. It doesn't really, it just makes you go the long way and you never get to take the train. No. Well, they said before the trains are not running. Here's Fisherman's Harbor. You mean Horizons? Horizons. Oh, I didn't mean to land here. Well, that's annoying. A really funny little thing just happened where you were driving the boat and then you bumped into Fisherman's Horizon and so your characters get off of it and when you walk back onto the school, you're like at the main entrance and you have to walk through <laughs> oh, the school yeah. to get back up to Sid's office and be able to drive it again. So like, don't <laughs> accidentally step off of it. Huh? Are you now stuck in this thing? No, they I, they just said, huh? Oh yeah, and now when driving around the world, we find a weird crater, and when you go drive over it, some character says, huh? The pilot, Nita, or whatever, is like, what's that? It's weird, like, the He's... gauge is going to, br like, being around this crater, like, affects our navigational systems. And we're like, oh. Wow, what is that gonna mean later? The gauge is going berserk. Huh. Oh, is that some kind of like weird, hmm. like magnetic field thing? Yeah, the, this. Uh, Can you get off of it in there? Let's see. I mean, I can't go in there. It stops me. Huh. 
You go in there on foot? No. So we move on from the big crater. Yeah, and I'm kind of trying to follow the line around the entire coast of the continents of the world. I'm trying to get... Okay, I'm just gonna have to go like this, I guess. Yes. They were like, hey, should we go try and find the old orphanage? I wonder what it's like now. Yeah, let's do it. But they didn't have any idea where it was. They were just like, well, somewhere. If they did, they didn't say. Right. I'm also just kind of seeing what's out there mm -hmm. where we can go. Oh, come on. They just, oh, they really just don't want me up there on that continent, huh? And there's one continent, which mm -hmm. is what the train bridge we hate connects to that we conspicuously cannot get onto from any side. We like can't get onto this continent, onto this chunk. It, it, there's no way for us to get onto any of this that I can find. Like from here to here, there's like a train track we can't right, okay, cross. Okay. And then but there's we're no. On the other side of that. Yeah, I, I went like all the way up yeah, and around yeah. here and down in here and then around here and then yeah. I tried to get in here and I couldn't and now I'm here. I'm gonna go down around here. Okay. Um, if I can't do that, I'm gonna go check out Dalit, which we haven't been to since that's, that fucking thing. That's spin. true. I mean, maybe open the map back up real quick. Um, is it possible the lighthouse like is in this cove thing? It's possible. You know, like, I don't know. Like a cool I haven't been there spot yet. Spot on the map. But yeah, this big green granite looking continent we can't get to yet. Whoa. What? There's a cactus on this island. Oh, is there? Yes. Isla Cactar? Isla Cactar. Uh, hold on a second. Let's see. Let's see what I can do here. I can't get over into this desert to jump down onto Isla Cactar. We'll be back for Isla Cactar. Mm -hmm. But just near Isla Cactar, uh -huh. continuing along the coast, I find a lighthouse. I found it. Oh shit, where is it? It's down here. Huh, okay. But I also found, <gasps> of course they're here too. <laughs> Floating nearby is Galbadia Garden. Mm -hmm. Hovering over a forest, thought lying they, in wait. They also thought the orphanage would be a cool place to go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Look is at that this, the other garden? Forest. Yeah, that's the bad garden. So yeah, you've seen the lighthouse, you've seen the Galbadian school, but also, you've seen a little forest that's very round. A very, very half-sphere of a forest. A very symmetrical shape. Something not usually found in nature, or on world maps, unless it's a thing. What is this? Choco Boy, you're in Chocobo's forest. Oh, shit! Expert? Expert? The expert forest? You'll Are there earlier the beginner forests? There've gotta be. You'll scare away the chocobo if you all come in. Oh boy. We should probably go find the beginner's forest. But we don't, that could be anywhere. And I mean, here's <laughs> Choco Boy. Telling us what to do here. I prefer Choco Billy to Choco Boy. Chocobo's in this game. He's about to explain a mini game that we never wrap our heads around and just stop engaging with after this. And I'm like in the kitchen <laughs> getting ready to make chicken fried steak and you're walking around going like, what? I'm I try to, to understand this and you're barely watching and I'm like, I don't fucking get this. <laughs> Moving on. But we're going to do this for a while first. Yeah, you guys wait. Squall nuts to them like, get the fuck out. What do I it's do? Time for what do I do? So, you want to catch a chocobo? Fuck yes, I do. Oh boy. You need a whistle to catch one. Okay. It's called a choco whiz. Want one? Yes. Are you going to charge me? No, I won't charge you. Here. There's two types, okay? 
but it's gonna but cost you. I am you. gonna charge That's you. fine. I'll pay. I make bank. You just paid a thousand dollars for flashing yellow item called my lecture. <laughs> Choco Boy is running some kind of scheme around a Chocobo ball and cup game, kind of. The Choco Boy says, "Allow me to explain. The two whistles are for location, which is the Choco sonar and oh. action." Choco Zener. <laughs> if you sound the Choco Zener, uh-huh. somewhere in the forest, Chickabos will fall from out of nowhere. Chickabos? You can tell where by the Choco Sonar's sound. Select the whistle with the square what? and hold O oh, while walking and sounding. Oh, God. I don't want any small ones. I need to be able to ride it? Like, there's like chicken chocobos? Hold your chocobos. When there's only one chocobo like left, your horse. the mother chocobo gets worried and starts looking for it. Oh, and. Uh, so oh, so chocobos are like little baby chocobos. Baby chocobos. Exactly. To me, this feels like they took that stupid forest of the ancients with the bugs and the frogs from Seven <laughs> and combined it with chocobos and lay it out for you like this. And it's like, no. It's sort of like that. Luckily, it's not as it's not as involved, involved as no. that. I mean, there are chocobo forests all over the world map that each have their own little puzzle. I this is like I think the best way to explain this is that it's a hot and cold game that somehow is complicated, and I don't understand it. <laughs> They're quite well behaved. Let me review everything with you first. Press square to select the sonar. Different sound tells you where the chocobos are. Then. Square to select the Xenar? I don't really get it. Oh boy. You talk to the lone Chickabo, boom, the mother appears. Yeah, the you way the sonar sound when they're not around is. And the sonar sound when they are around is. The first sound that played was so low, you can't even hear it on the audio at all. Yeah, like he's like, so these sounds are gonna play, and then there's like a pause, and I'm like, what sound? <laughs> Got it? I hope so. Hey, you look concerned. That's where I come in. Press square and select help me. For a bargain price, and I'll catch one for you. Okay. Oh, and one thing. If you sound the zener... Where there are no chickabos around, your whistle will be stolen. After that, you'll have to pay for it. This is a scam. <laughs> chocobos are always a scam. Good luck to you. Can we talk to him again and just tell him to do it for us? One of the options is no way I'm not doing this. So you start using the Choco sonar? Yeah, so what this game is, is you walk around a screen that's probably four steps apart mm -hmm. at the widest. So you you walk around it hitting the Choco sonar. Mm-hmm. Waiting to hear a certain sound that means a chickabo is nearby. And then you take out the zener and, and you, you whistle for it. And you whistle for them, I and guess. Then, and, yeah. then, and then if you're in the right place, some chickabos will fall from the sky. So for a hot and cold game, they give you a very small area to be hot or cold in. Right. So you're, it's impossible to be like, I'm getting closer. Well. Because you'll be like, oh, that made a sound, right? And then this you'll take one true. step and it'll be like, this isn't the right but place. But the thing is, we are in the expert forest. We're in the expert forest, that's true, but this isn't the only shitty hot and cold no, game not. in this game. It's not. Is this it, or do you enter on the path to his left? Shh. They're around. They're around. So it's a hot and cold game like this. 
Use the Chocozilla. Bam! Chickabo. Hello, Chickabo. You did the first step. Well, I used the Choco Zener in a spot that caused two Chocobos to fall. So now there's two Chocobos, two Chickabos. Two Chickabos, right? On the field. Which are little chick Choco, baby Chocobos. Mm -hmm. Oh, so there's the multiple Chickabos. So how do you get them to go away so that there's only one left? What? Why you do that? You pressed something in the wrong spot. I yeah, I I don't not sure what I did, but the chickabos flew back up into the trees. <laughs> they, like they're on strings. Go yeah. back <laughs> vertical. Where did they float away? What the fuck? Do you keep doing it until only one appears on the screen? I have no idea. And then the mother will come get it. I, I don't know. How the fuck do you conceive of something like this? I don't know. I don't I don't get it at all. How did they think what is happening? Okay, I found another one. So I got the two chocobos back down. Chickabos. Chickabos. I find another spot that makes another one drop. You've got three on the field. The game does a very bad job of giving you feedback on like <laughs> if you're going in the right direction or wrong direction. <laughs> I found two more. Okay. Okay. Okay, I think I've just got to keep finding spots where there's chickabos. You're up to four chickabos on the field now, mm -hmm. and then you press a button in the wrong spot, and all four of them fly they away fly vertically away. And again. And I'm like, I don't understand why or or what could have gone better. Fuck. I messed it up. Okay, okay. Oh no, my whistle was stolen. Oh, shit! Around when no no thing was around. And then I went and used the whistle in what looks to me like exactly the same spot mm -hmm. I had been starting in every time. Yeah. And this time my whistle got fucking stolen by a bird, and I have to go buy another one from Choco Boy. Who stole the whistle? The Chickabo. It's only 700 gil for another one. Okay. But Choco Boy has another option for you, which is pay me and I'll give you a Choco Boy. Yeah, you can just skip all of this. Do it for me, kid. Here, Choco, 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 Choco. I said, come here, Choco Boy, please. Oh, Choco Boy. There it is. Hey, <laughs> how's that for you? Kid just gave away his secrets, because I can do that. I can go into a forest and be like, get over here, Chocobo. Well, we never get the option to do that. So anytime we need a Chocobo from here on out, we just pay the kid. We don't play his little mind games. <laughs> I think how the game is supposed to work is it's one of those things where like, so two birds fall down, right? Mm -hmm. And then if I go into one spot and call another one, one bird might fall. And if it, it'll take another one oh, up, you know, like, so you've got to. It's like that lights gotta, out game. Exactly. If you eliminate them in the right order, you'll be left with one kind of a thing. But oh. it's like. Like okay. not, I think that's how and they're supposed when to work, one, but it's just like... And then when there's one, the mother chocobo will come. Okay. At best, if you can get to that point where you know that's what you're supposed to do, it's still just like a fucking trial and error game where yeah. you're like, what's the order? Good enough. I want to catch it. I will ride the chocobo out of here. I mean, this is the expert forest. Hey, hold on a sec. Hold your chocobos. To celebrate your first catch, I want to give you a Chickabo as a present. So then the Chocobo 
blockhead boy is like, I'm going to give you a chickabo, and then mm-hmm. the game lets you name the chickabo. <laughs> and as we pointed out, this game lets you name only a couple things, and it's very specific, and it's always confusing. And this chickabo is like unexplained and does nothing for us. No, I'm not interested in the sm- No, I want a chickabo, Cloud. Or Squall. <laughs> we have a chickabo named Boko now. We can name it something else, but I like Boko. Boko sounds great. Chocoboy. Well, have a safe and fun journey. Bye. What do I do with a Chocobo? Is that a GF? No. When we get on the Chocobo and start walking around on the world map, there's a little Chocobo that follows us at first. <laughs> there is stuff with, like, some Chocobo extra content involving, like, the... Oh, I forgot. That's what it is. You can't even engage with this, I think. Because it was like, oh, I gotta look this up. This is so dumb. I know we looked this up later this season. Right. Chocobo World was a mini-game for Final Fantasy VIII released on the Pocket Station. Right. Something like that. It was like a companion app for the game or something, so like stuff you did in the game would then, like, your save file would affect the Pocket Station Chickabo World, Chocobo we World. We don't have that. Game. I, I don't know. This website keeps trying to load me onto some shadier ad site, and mm. then that 404 is, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I can't read this. I'm looking up what the Pocket Station is, and it never came out in America, and it w- they only made 60,000 of them. <laughs> but I guess So a like, lot of people got to play with this Chickabo, I guess. <laughs> it was like a Tamagotchi memory card thing, like the Dreamcast oh, memory card. Oh man, I love the PlayStation. That Dreamcast. It didn't even come out here though. Uh, no, and <laughs> this is like the main Chocobo mechanic. This is sucks. Whatever. But anyway, we've <laughs> got a Chocobo. Ha ha! Look, the Chocobo is following us. Oh, that's cute. Cute. Why down. Wow, they really, they really. This is a uh, hell of a remix. Yeah, they funked this one up. Th- this has got to be the worst Chocobo <laughs> theme I've ever heard. It's a very unique one. This is truly atrocious. Like it grates on you fast. <laughs> I think at first I try to enjoy it, but it's just like, man, it's very dun, upbeat. Dun 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 it's worse than that fucking hip-hop to Chocobo from FF7 Remake. <laughs> That's that. that annoy. It's it's fun, but it's like, I put it on on every jukebox. Yeah, we... I'm like, you fuckers have to listen to this now. Can you run on mountains? No, you can't. Shit, what are you good for? Good for getting around when you don't have a school? There's gotta be different colored Chocobos that can take us over mountains and water. There's gotta be. But, is the, but there's no breeding. I don't know, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like you go to Chocobo Forests and you catch them. But now we have a Chickabo. I like this version. It's very 90s. It's pretty rockin'. Isla Cactar, I want to go to you. Isla Cactar. Just fly to it. At least we know where the Cactar is. I'm like certain of it. That's gotta be it. I mean, a cactus in Final Fantasy really only means one thing. <laughs> Whoa. 
I made it to a different Chocobo forest on accident. Yeah, like an airplane gliding around the world, you somehow smash into another Chocobo forest. Another airport, you mean? Like I was aimlessly gliding around the <laughs> yeah. world, and then I crashed into an airport. Yeah, like, oh, and like landed. Luckily, it was an airport. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> I... No, I... Wait, I just... I'm still riding a Chocobo. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I step out of the forest like, no, no, I don't want to do this now, and the bird is gone. <laughs> I mean, is this a medium forest? Like, what is it? I don't know. So we need to get another bird. I'm not playing games here with Choco Boy. What the fuck? Just do this for me. I'll pay you. I don't want to play this yeah, shitty this is game. not good. I have no desire to dive into this at this point. Or ever in this place. You're gonna have to change that attitude. What do we need it for? To get to the. I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do we have a chocobo following us? He gave it to us. I know, but like, why? Maybe it'll grow up into a chocobo and we'll just have a chocobo. Well, that would be good. Alright, goodbye, chocobo. Here we are at the lighthouse. So we get out outside the lighthouse and we save, and now it's time to make chicken fried steak number two. Yeah, it is. I know you guys were like, oh man, they're about to hit a big segment, but yeah, nope. yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Well, we learned some things about the game. Yeah. The steak station is ready whenever Should you Should we are. make this before we continue? I'm into it. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So yeah, everything's all set for you. You know, here's your flour or an egg. Okay, now let's cut this fat off. Sure. Render that in the pan. Oh, right. shit. So we begin a little lunch construction. Just a little lunch construction. We only do construction during our lunch hour. Oh, shit, watch out. Think that enough. That's looking better than yesterday, right? Getting it super thin this time. Well, yeah, my one of my goals this time is like, my piece was too thick last time, and I'm like, mm -hmm. this thing is going to be paper thin and full of holes. Also, we're going to salt and pepper it this time. Yes. <laughs> it is full <laughs> of holes because we're using an actual construction hammer, we don't and have that a just puts hammer. holes in it. I mean, we could have maybe found something like wider to put on and then hit it with the hammer like maybe that would have been smart like a rolling pin yeah or like a block or something oh yeah yeah you know or like if you want to go super traditional and old school if you have like a cattle femur laying around <laughs> you could use that instead of a kitchen <laughs> hammer is that nearly the size of a sheep's head nearly the size of a sheep's head the end there but it's narrow it's like a club you know with a, if you got a stick and put a sheep's head on the end okay, okay. The hammer slipped off the table and almost hit me in my bare feet. And there's a video of that that I'm going to post to our social media <laughs> accounts. So with a lot less talking than last time, we make the steaks and start eating. It's a smoother process. Fuck yes. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, man. I think we outdid yesterday. Well, we should have. We seasoned the steak this time. <laughs> you can't taste this through the podcast, but this time the seasoning was pretty much perfect. No, this is incredible. <clears throat> the steak being flatter. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The butter, That's what it should be like. The butter and the fat. Pretty solid. 
and get there, I say the state could be flat. I think it might be able to go with that flatter. Tastes better. It's amazing. Crunch mm -hmm. steak. Mm -hmm. A crunch steak supreme. I was looking at the Taco Bell menu the other day. They have crunch wrap supreme. They brought back? I guess. It was weird that they got rid of it. I mean, it was on the post. But then again, what else do fast food restaurants do other than emotionally manipulate you about the stupid food you're addicted to? Just and it has become a proven, you know, right, back. I'm ready for them to bring the hot and spicy chicken back. That was a weird thing for them to get rid of. I got my wish. They brought the hot and spicy back. They have brought the hot and spicy back. I can't believe they got rid of it because, like, everyone I know ordered it too. So I think it was they were just fucking with you. They should have gotten rid of the regular chicken before they got rid of that. I agree. And it sounds like there's like a vocal minority of people I found on Reddit who were like, the hot and spicy was like my thing. Uh, a vocal minority on Reddit that I found. Always a good place to be among your people. Charge me an extra dollar for it to be, for that hot and spicy layer, I'll pay it. I don't know, I'm pretty happy to be eating way less McDonald's. <laughs> so whenever I think about it, I'm on my home, I'm like, what, I'm gonna fucking get sick for a McDouble? I guess not. <laughs> I mean, I always got sick from the McDouble, but in these times, I could have gotten actually sick for a McDouble. For a dollar burger. <laughs> I did this weekend get some Taco Bell delivered. Um, the cheesy gordita crunch. I hadn't had it in years. A couple weeks ago, I had Taco Bell delivered, and I was never gonna do it again, because I saw the guy go to the Taco Bell and get it and then drive to the other side of Glendale to make some other delivery. Oh, really? On his way back, stop oh, at the Toasted Bun to pick up a delivery. Oh, that's awful. To then deliver me fucking cold, cold Taco Bell well. an hour and a half later. Wow, that's a really bad delivery. I was the idiot who paid $25 to have two cheesy gorgeous crunch. <laughs> this is my fault. But then there was a time when you we ordered the McDonald's and it came like, instantly and hot and fresh. I know, but just like the roll of the dice. Yeah. I mean, especially Taco Bell, they have so many delivery fees for that. It's like, mm -hmm. I got three items and I ended up paying more than the cost of the items to have it delivered. <laughs> you know, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Taco Bell is so cheap. So you, what? Taco Bell is not cheap for, like Del Taco is cheap. Del Taco is cheap, maybe cheaper than Taco Bell, but Taco Bell is way cheaper than like McDonald's or any of the other I ones. Always, I feel like no, I feel the opposite. Whenever I order Taco Bell, I'm like, what am I doing? Just because I have to have a cheesy gordita crunch, I'm gonna spend like way too much money, dude. This says you can get the double cheesy gordita crunch on its own for three dollars and forty nine cents, or in a box alongside two crunchy tacos and a medium drink for less than six dollars. The like you cannot get that much fucking food at McDonald's. Crunch is five dollars. How do you? How? But how do you get to uh, that? At McDonald's, McDonald's, I get two McDoubles. They're a dollar each. That's two double cheeseburgers so for a dollar, and then you like, add a McChicken, and that's another dollar. That's three. When I go to McDonald's, that's, I'm getting at least a Big Mac meal, which is like fucking ten dollars the these McDouble days. And, you and then have them also, I want a fillet of fish. Sauce. A fillet of fish these days is like six or seven dollars no on way. its own. No fucking way. I Hold swear on. to God. There's no way. And also at McDonald's, you pull up and they have that sign on the front all the time that's like, pick five items for $3. And it's like, get well, a... Maybe like I'm Big not, Ma you know, because you know. I'm getting the... Okay, a filet of fish is cheaper than I thought. What? What is it? What's the price? Well, this... 
Google says... Eat the crow. What's the price $3. on the... $3.79. Yeah, cheaper than a cheesy gordita crunch, huh? Well, no, the, no, it's not. The cheesy gordita crunch was $3.49. No, a regular cheesy gordita crunch is $4.99. That's not what Google said, you said to a me. said double... I'm looking at Postmates. I'm going to order food oh, okay, right wait, now. Let me actually... What like, am I Googling? Uh, yeah, I'm an Postmates, idiot. man, right, throw but, down. There's regional well, cause, differences. Because the whole point... The whole point, too, <laughs> is that, yeah, on delivery, it's going to be way more, 10 times more expensive. Okay, so wait, what am I looking up? A cheesy gordita crunch. Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. This shit's a little pricier than I, than I was thinking. Right? Right? <laughs> that's that's how I always feel when I eat here. Um, these boxes, I think, are what I was thinking of. Like, the taco and burrito cravings pack, four crunchy tacos and four beefy five-layer burritos for $12. Okay, we gotta leave those out, because if you leave those out, I'll leave out the, like, roll up to McDonald's yeah, and you can yeah, get five yeah. items or what. Because those are like... What is the cheesy gordita crunch, though? Oh, there it is. It's four ninety nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, let's go over to McDonald's. Okay, okay. Yeah, a Big Mac meal is $10.10. Hold on, I gotta, I'm trying to, this Postmates menu, why would you put fucking all the the condiments at the top? I know, and then they put like the fucking... I'm going through every drink? No, it's, you're going through every drink because the a la carte menu is at the bottom, which is stupid, but yeah, like, okay, so a Big Mac on its own is $6.19. Oh, what, a quarter pound? Wow. Yeah, see? A quarter pounder with cheese. If you just want that on its own, it's six dollars and sixty-four cents. Whoa. Uh-huh. Why does anyone eat this? <laughs> I always get the dollar menu. McDouble, two dollars and fifty-one cents. That's not even as cheap as I thought. No, I, I was gonna say it hasn't been on the dollar menu since I was like a kid. No, no, no. Cause I didn't eat McDonald's until I was an adult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, I bet if I drove through my local McDonald's, I would get even yet different prices than this. The filet of fish here is $5.85. So, both places maybe are more expensive than we thought. I think you might be right. McDonald's might be... It's gotten... Dude. It's gotten crazy out there, man. How I gotta see a, a Big Mac on its own. Because I usually just get I the dollar... I was just looking at it. Yeah, it's six dollars nineteen cents. Jesus Christ, six nineteen for just for a Big like, Mac, no fries, no drink. A double double at In and Out, animal style is like five bucks. Totally, no, that yes. But then again, that's renowned as like the greatest deal in fast food history. So <laughs> true. We got to bring down these prices, man. Yeah, we got to bring down the prices. <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, hey, why didn't I just drive there and go through the drive-through myself and eliminate one more vector of fucking contagion? And I was like, why don't I just make a burrito? Because you don't have that je ne sais quoi that fast food has. Kayla, you want a little piece of mashed potato and gravy? I know the answer to that question. Put it in her bowl. Go on. Good girl. She seems into it. Are you into it? Or are you just pretending? So we start getting back to the game, and mm-hmm. we're standing in front of the lighthouse. I mean, as soon as we walk in there, you know, like, fucking an hour of dialogue is about to happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a boss fight or something. This place looks familiar. It should. I remember now. This is Adia's house. They get the feeling there's something nearby. Yeah, it's not really yet time to go to the lighthouse. Squall is standing there, still on the world map, going like, I think there's something nearby. And we know that the <laughs> Gabadian school is right nearby. Yeah. Something huge nearby. What the fuck? Huge material? Huge girlfriend? Huge girlfriend. 
And that's where we're going to end this episode 21 on a cliffhanger. The calm before the storm. Yes. The meandering chocobo rockabilly calm before the storm. I love these episodes where we're just wandering the world and finding a crater where they're like, the gauges are going crazy, and it's just like, okay. Well, that's the best part of these games, mm-hmm. is they'll sort of like, oh, what's that thing? And then later being like, oh, it's that. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. you know, you all know. You all know it. You played Final Fantasy games. If you haven't, thanks for listening. Thank you so <laughs> much for listening. I hope here. you like it. I hope we can illuminate it well enough for you. If you're not my mom, Right. Hi, Mom. Why are you listening to this? Why are you listening to this? But yeah, we started with the expert Chocobo Forest. It's the first one you find, narratively. It's in the way. Like, it's on the path. Yeah. And next week is the big Battle of the Gardens. Battle of the Two Gardens. Next Tune time. In. Yes. Uh, no one can know about this. Oh, oh! before we go, do you want to check the message board and see if anybody's tried to contact us through a keyboard of some kind? Yeah. Let's do it. And we're in. <laughs> oh, and there's a message. I'm clicking it now. Uh-oh, it's this one. Okay. The message reads, Hey, Jeff and Ryan, long-time listener, first-time BBS poster. I'm worried that your minds might be getting a little soft and or blunt, so please hone them to a razor's edge with this custom no-cat logic puzzle. This is a mist and ache. Each battled one of the four fearsome bosses, Chaos, Zeromus, Kefka, and Sephiroth. To defeat the bosses, they each cast a devastating spell. One cast Nuke, one cast Meteo, one cast Ultima, and one cast Knights of the Round. The wicked bosses were so damaged, they needed to chug a specific number of healing potions, which they bought from Naming Way. Can you determine which hero fought which boss, which spell they cast, and how many healing potions it took to recover each boss from the battle. And now there's 14 points of information. Naming Way does not sell potions. That's uh, You're you're right. He changes your name. Already in uh, something about this puzzle. So now we already know that this is a mist and ache are not who they say they are. (gasps) They are, in fact, the bosses. Whoa. That's the solution to the puzzle. Did I just blow your mind? You did. But there's so much more to the puzzle that I haven't read yet. (laughs) Number one, Sephiroth either battled this or got blasted by Meteo. Number two, Kefka either got blasted by Nuke or battled Ake. Number three, sorry, we're sold out. One customer bought an entire stock's worth of healing potions at once. Number four, Kefka rules Sephiroth while he doesn't drool is second place villain is best. Number five, of this and chaos... One was in a battle in which Knights of the Round was cast, and the other was in a battle so severe it required 33 healing potions for the boss to recover. Number six, where can I, like, actually buy non-ultra-pasteurized milk? (laughs) Forgot about that whole thing. (laughs) I don't think you can. Number seven, Zeromus battled Mist. Number eight, Naming Way chuckled since the number of healing potions he sold was two out of three of the digits Setzer would need in order to cast Joker Doom. I'm lost. Number nine, Mr. Thou does not make an appearance in this puzzle. (laughs) 
<laughs> Number 10. The hero that cast Knights of the Round caused the boss he fought to buy fewer healing potions than Sephiroth bought. Number 11. Naming Way has a receipt to prove one boss bought 55 healing potions. Number 12. The boss who got blasted by Knights of the Round wasn't the one who battled ISA. Or I mean, Issa. <laughs> ISA. <laughs> Number 13. Zeromus's hands were completely blown off in the fight. Fortunately, his dog could pet himself. And finally, number 14, the hero that cast Ultima caused the boss he fought to buy 44 more healing potions than the boss this fought. Like I said, it's a trick question. Yeah, because it's which hero fought which boss, will which spell they cast, and how many healing potions it took to recover each boss. There were numbers in the thing that told us how many different healing potions, potentially. Look, I the way I look at this is, this person purchased a message, which I was supposed to read out. They didn't say anything about me needing to You're acting like this. I didn't solve it, which is starting to piss me off, Jeff. Did you, though? Yes, it's, man. How many healing potions? doesn't sell potions. What the fuck are you asking me, man? But he has a receipt. He has a receipt, a receipt to prove I'll one boss bought 55 healing potions. The bosses and the people are the same. That's what I'm telling you. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> It's all a trick. And the answer is zero for the uh, number of healing potions? Bosses can't use healing potions, usually. They don't need healing potions. They're like gods. All right, then. The premise is flawed. We did it. <laughs> Thank you so much to Kaiser. And they wanted me to pronounce Kaiser with a dollar symbol in the S location. So it's Kaiser. Thank you, Kai, Kai Money, Kai Casher, who also wanted me to say, if you've got your own answer to this, send it on Twitter to at Dixon Hures. That's D-I-X-O-N-H-E-U-R-A-S-S with your answer at Dixon Hures. Thank you for that message. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. If you're interested in a message, they're just $25 each. Just email nocatpodcast at gmail.com. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. And we will make it happen with payments through PayPal. Mm-hmm. We will. We can and we will. And you can and you should. And thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Yes, a huge thank you to all of the people out there who uh, have supported the work we do here. The very important and ongoing work of NoCat. Every N-O-C-K-A-T. Yeah. Patreon.com slash. Mm-hmm. Full of bonus content if you'd like to get out there and get yourself some bonus NoCat. Yeah. That's N-O-C-K-A-T. Also, if you want to just put a smile on my face, because every single time I get an email that says, hey, you got a new patron, I'm like, fuck yes. And I text Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're like, yay. And then I usually say nice. Yeah. And sometimes I add an exclamation point. <laughs> so make that happen. I guess sometimes I also say, oh, that's awesome. You have a couple of variations. Usually nice. Yeah. It Go to our Etsy page mm -hmm. and look at our merchandise. We've got shirts and mugs. It's a great way to support the show mm -hmm. without it being one of those, like, subscriptions that you then forget about and you're like, wait, how long have I been paying for this? And, you know, mm -hmm. it's just a one-time support My and you get something in return. Yeah. It's like I was on Disney Plus for how long before I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Exactly. And then I signed up again last night to watch Soul and I'm going to fucking forget that I did that. And I'll be like, wait a minute. Disney Plus for how long? <laughs> they do have the Bad Animals movies from the 60s that I so crave. Those are really fun. Anyway, you should sign up for our Patreon and hit our Etsy, and you should also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You so should tell a friend. the aggregate of your choice, you should tell your friends and family about the show, and you should do something 
nice for yourself and your friends and everyone out there uh, while telling them about the show that yeah. so they'll remember that you told them because they'll be like I got this gift when oh yeah he told me about this podcast <laughs> we sometimes stream on Twitch we do twitch.tv slash nocat and we even if we're not streaming that regularly you can always go there and watch the old streams of games we played some of them we actually finished they're all archived so go do that get in touch with us on Twitter and shit you know the deal we're at No Cat Podcast. I think we did it. Yeah. I think it's dessert time. It's time for dessert. I ordered Indian food the other day, and I got, like, these Indian donut holes that were, like... Oh, that are covered in, the, in that syrup? Covered in the syrup, mm-hmm. and yeah, they I were really... Yeah. I forget what those are called, but I can totally eat those. Let's have each have one. I want two. Okay. You can have two. I'm having one. Okay. So, while screwing around before getting back to the game, you find a trailer for an amazing movie. Called Money Plane. Money Plane with uh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Whatever you want to wager on, Money Plane has you covered. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, you have to eat this. That's the entire thing. You have to eat this. Whatever you want to wager on, the Money Plane has you covered. You want to bet on a dude fucking an alligator? Money Plane. <laughs> money plane okay this is the climax yeah he spent the whole thing in the cockpit yeah we saw like a guy get eaten by piranhas that was what they bet on how long the piranhas would take that was it well that, that movie sucks that don't really, watch that movie. yeah don't watch that movie that movie sucks 